1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial, and I'm Patrick Teo. Today's proceedings was a quick two-hour session, as Najib's lawyer Shafi Abdullah had other matters to attend to. As Shafi delved right into his cross-examination of the prosecution's ninth witness, Sharul Halmi, we find out that some of the 700 million US dollars channeled into Good Star ended up in Tarek Obaid's account. Who is Tarek Obaid, you ask? We'll pause here for a second to share what we know about him. Together with Prince Turkey Abdullah, Tarek Obaid co-founded an oil and gas company called Petro Saudi International Limited. Prince Turkey is also the son of the late Saudi king, Abdullah, and Tarek was reported to be very close to the prince. Sometime later, a shell company was formed in the Cayman Islands using a similar name, Petro Saudi Holdings Cayman Limited. Tarek was accused of using this shell company to run scams and steal money. King Abdullah died in 2015, the same year 1MDB hit the headlines. Tarek and Prince Turkey reportedly found themselves caught up in the Saudi royal household struggle with Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Tarek has allegedly fled to Switzerland and is believed to be residing there. Okay, back to the trial. If you remember, we heard yesterday how when the 1 billion US dollars meant for the joint venture was moved out of 1MDB, it was split two ways. 300 million US dollars went to Petro Saudi, while 700 million US dollars went to Good Star. Today, Shafi showed Sharul bank statements from an account in RBS Couts. The account belonged to Goodstar, which is Joe Lowe's company. The statement showed that as of June 12, 2009, the account was empty. As in, it had zero balance. Then it was credited with 700 million US dollars on September 30, 2009. Five days later, on October 5th, 85 million US dollars was transferred out of Goodstar into an account belonging to Tariq Obaid. Under a comment section in the statement, it was written, Expected inflow for new client. Commissions received by client for JV deal. What sort of commission can one make out of a JV deal? Shafi asked the witness. Did you know that Tariq received this money from Goodstar? No, Sharul said, he didn't know. Shafi brought up more bank statements which showed that the 85 million US dollars was used to make other payments. PetroSaudi's business affairs director Patrick Mahoney received 33 million US dollars while £157,000 was paid to a law firm called White & Case. White & Case were the solicitors for the 1MDB Petro-Saudi joint venture agreement. 
Sharo agreed that this was strange because payment for the law firm should have come from Petro Saudi and not Tariq himself. The witness also agreed with Shafi that perhaps Tariq paid the law firm out of his own pocket because he had a personal interest. Sharul told the court that in order to avoid suspicion, Tariq wrote to 1MDB saying that Petro Saudi received the full 1 billion US dollars. This is why we never suspected that the 700 million US dollars went to Joe Lowe, the witness said. Of course, we now know that Tariq had lied because that amount never went to Petro Saudi. What about the remaining 300 million US dollars? Did you check if it really went to Petro Saudi like it was supposed to? Shafi inquired. No, he did not, Sharul said, because Casey Tang said he had done so. Sharul said that 1MDB's board of directors eventually tried to look into the account for the joint venture to see if the money was there, but they were stonewalled by Tarek and Patrick. We sent lots of emails but only received excuses in reply and not much information, the witness said. In the end, Sharul tried to go through Joe Lowe to get to the accounts and this resulted in the Murabaha financing scheme. In March 2010, after trying in vain to get to the joint venture accounts, 1MDB decided to enter a Murabaha financing scheme, which meant that its 1 billion US dollar stake in the JV would be converted into Murabaha notes. But here's the catch. In entering the scheme, 1MDB would also have to provide a 1.5 billion US dollar loan to Petro Saudi. Sharo said that the scheme came about after a discussion between Joe Lowe, Tarek, Patrick and Nick Faisal Arif Kamil, who was then 1MDB's chief investment officer. Why didn't Joe discuss this with you as CEO? Shafi asked. Because this area involved investments, Sharo answered, which is why we brought Nick Faisal in as CIO to look into this. Sharo admitted that in hindsight, it did not make sense for 1MDB to loan Petro Saudi an additional 1.5 billion US dollars on top of the 1 billion US dollars it had already coughed up for the joint venture. He said that there were a lot of odd things he didn't think to question at the time because he believed that this intergovernment deal was important for the country. I'm putting it to you that this was a completely nonsensical scheme to sham off 1MDB. It was a harebrained scheme, Shafi exclaimed. Sharul nodded in agreement. And with that, court was adjourned and will resume tomorrow. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. The team behind the Najib Razak 1MDB podcast are Revati Supramaniam, Yappik Kwan and Yvonne Lim. Timothy Acharyam provided additional reporting. And I'm Patrick Teo. 